When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Two minutes left in the game. Kansas City is uh, up 26 to 7 with um, games pretty much over second and 10. Um, yeah, this game's over. Kansas City will advance and um, and move on to the next round. The, the fourth coldest game in NFL history, and Miami just ran into a buzzsaw, of course, dealing with that cold. Um, yeah, this one kind of pretty much went a little bit as expected. So um, I'm pretty sure it's probably just going to be me tonight but i just wanted to kind of go on and share a few quick thoughts about the game that uh both of these games that i saw um you know we'll have a full group discussion i'm sure on tuesday as usual and um and yeah I'll, I'll 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 do this tomorrow and monday as well uh the big news of the day for me was them moving the stillers game and the Bills game to Monday because of the snow. Um, so it must be it must be really really bad in Buffalo. If anybody from Buffalo, y'all let me know what it's like up there. But um, to me, I was like they um that was to help Josh Allen. You know they want to make sure that conditions ain't too awful for him. Uh, for Derek Jeter gift basket, Brown starting Watson next year. I I think they will because they've invested in him. So they have to they have to absolutely start him. But what I think I saw from what Flacco was able to do with his experience is that he was able to run an offense that Steve that Kevin Stefanski would love to run. And Watson is still getting up to game speed. Now that's no excuse because 
you know, Flacco came off the couch. So Flacco came off the couch and was able to execute that, but Flacco been playing for years. So it was a lot easier for him to just kind of jump in and um, and take out uh, or and execute the plan. Um, so what I want to start with, and I'm not going to be on here long, I want to start with, um, first of all, white folks are crazy. All of them out there in no shirts, uh, that's insane. I don't know why they're doing that. But um, let's talk about this Chiefs game. Uh, you know, I, I felt like Miami had a shot. You know, they kept forcing the Chiefs to kick field goals and field goals and field goals, but they were unable to execute on, um, on that. And a lot of it came down to Tua. Tua just couldn't get it done and execute when he needed to execute. And he just looked god awful. I don't know if it was the cold, because you know he is from uh, Hawaii, so he's he not used to this. So I don't know if it's the cold or whatever. But um, And then, you know, defensively, they lost a lot of players. One of the commentators said they lost 25 sacks, but the defense played well. I saw a lot of mistakes by the Chiefs. That, that that took touchdowns off the board. Travis Kelsey, he dropped the touchdown. Um, Jawan Taylor took a touchdown off the board. So the Chiefs, the Dolphins were very much in this game. They just were unable to put numbers off the board on the board in the way they needed to. The only thing they got was that that play by by um by Tyreek Hill. And that was it. So um a lot of mistakes. Even Mahomes had a mistake as well when he had the um, intentional grounding. But you saw experience, and you saw a team that knows playoff football, and they were able to just stick to it and overcome and live through the adversity because they know every single possession matters, which is why you saw them kicking field goals. You barely saw Andy Reid go for it, and and, um, and Mike McDaniels out here going for it because he, he thought he was playing Madden. So, um, so, yeah, so I thought they were able to minimize – once they stopped minimizing the mistakes, they were able to kind of take advantage and, of course, you know, a hell of a run by Pacheco. And next thing you know, they up, you know, where they are right now. So they move on. So I thought the defense played well for Miami. And I thought the defense played really, really good for the Chiefs to be able to slow this team down the way that they did. So um, salute to them. But Hardiman. Man, Hardiman had like he didn't want to catch any damn footballs today. Um, you know, he 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 made a lot of mistakes. But one of the things I gotta give Reed some credit. I gotta give Reed credit because he made changes to the wide receiving core. Kadarius Tony was benched. We haven't seen freaking Sky Moore. And he put Rice in, he put Hardman in, and he still had MVS out there because MVS is used to playing in this type of weather. So, but you saw what Rice did. Rice got off. Rice went for 130. And I've been clamoring for this guy to play all year long once I started to see it. And for and um, whoever worked with him to get his route tree down, to get his route running down, to get him to a point where he was ready to step in, I think they did a good job developing him and getting him prepared. And now he's able to go out here and um, and deliver and help out with this team. So I thought he was good, but uh, so I thought the wide receiver change by Andy Reid was 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 great. Uh, real quick about the Dolphins, Tua, Tua ain't it, y'all. And I know some Dolphin fans, and and they are they already talking about they can't pay him this, that, and the other. 
So I don't know. I don't know what Lodge is going to do with, with Tua because, you know, unable to, to – parti- oh, look at Shelton. Here goes Shelton. Um, Tua unable to kind of go out here and execute in a game that was very much winnable is an indictment. So we'll see. But they have a, a really, really big decision to make. Uh, with Tua in, in the offseason. Uh, off and, and the other thing I noticed uh, that I got down here is Miami couldn't run the ball, and uh, the offense was really a shell of itself. And um, and the last thing, Taylor Swift got no 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 swag surfing in her. <laughs> she, she, that shit was awful. They, that shit was absolutely awful. Like, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm Travis Kelsey, I'm getting rid of her because he, he's been playing like shit. What up, Shelton? What's happening? What's happening? That, that was uh, the thoughts on the game, man. I was just uh, recapping the, the Chiefs before I go to the Texans Browns, uh, since that was the one that that just went off. That was uh, th- th- when when she was swag surfing. That's when I wanted them to lose this game. I, I was I was okay with everything up until this point, but when she started <laughs> swag surfing, I was I was done. I was done with the Chiefs at that point, and it was over for me. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Do, so, you know, it went according to plan as far as I thought it would go. Um, you don't think that the weather is not necessarily throwing Miami bail, but is that that kind of like you don't think that that played into Tua's poor play? I do. I do. Uh, when you grow up in Hawaii, you know, it's perfect all year long. And, you know, it doesn't really get cold in Miami, but you're not used to that. They're not used to that. You know, the Chiefs are. And I think it did have an impact on them, um, you know, in this game. So I, we won't know. I mean, and, and I think if you look at Miami and how they finished the season, you look at some of the games they lost, they had a shot to win the division and have this game at home. And I think it could have made a difference mm-hmm. playing in front of your crowd. You know, so, um, but yeah, I, I think it had an impact. I don't think they were ready for that, this type of weather. Yeah, and I felt, I, I kind of felt bad for the Dolphins a little bit because those injuries, they, you know, that couple was bare on defense. They lost so many pieces. You lose your top two pass rushers, you know, mm-hmm. and several other those players. You had people off the street. Melvin Ingram starting on the defensive line is crazy because he was out of football to come in and have to start Houston. A line, but they signed three linebackers that were playing in this game a couple days ago. So you know yeah. this team was the cover was bare, and I felt I felt awful, you know, for the fact that you know Tariq Hill was hurt, Waddle was hurt, which we saw Waddle very little in this game. Of course, um, they they were playing with some, but but it's you know no excuses. You you're in the playoffs. It's, it's time to play ball. It's just I yeah. hate the fact yeah. that we, we couldn't see the full complement of of players for that team and see what they actually – if they could have reached their potential. Because that window – this was this was the time for Miami to really make it happen and the fact that they couldn't make it happen. I was laughing at one thing that you said earlier. When you when you texted, I was in – my fingers were like this. I don't know what was going on with McCole Harmon. He was not trying to catch that – but he was not – he was not trying to catch the ball. He if he, if he had just – he didn't put his hands out like the ball. The ball was dropping in front of him. I know. <laughs> there was one when I sent it. I know you know exactly which one I was talking about. Like mm-hmm. they called a, a pi on it, but it was like, bro, if you run underneath the the football, you probably run into the house. 
It was, it, was, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I said, I, I said, he must be on prize picks because there's no way he's not catching these balls. That, that's yeah. no problem. But the ball was right there. Several times the ball was, was right there. And and I I, I watched it. Um, the the first one was he was on that sideline right. He had the corner beat touchdown. It was all he had to do was stick his hands out. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to die for the ball. You just had to put your hands out. And no, it wasn't a perfect throw, but you know you're a wide receiver in the NFL. Make an adjustment, but yep. yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was crazy to me. And I was that, like, uh, crack, I, that crack helmet by Mahomes uh, was wild. I don't think I've ever was, seen anything like that before. I, I have never seen it either. And then he couldn't get a helmet that fit. That's what was crazy. I'm thinking like his backup helmet should have been a carbon copy of the first one, but it wasn't. But mm-hmm. I was wondering. I was like, dang, I hope he didn't get a concussion from that. That was a. It had to be pretty hard hit. Yep, that's so, what I was thinking as well. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me see what you know. I was trying to watch and see if somebody even brought that up, but he looked like he was all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was it was a good win. I know we'll we'll definitely get a chance to get everybody else's reaction to it. Uh, I know we're gonna hear from Spike, but you know, I still stand by what I said. I think that. One of the things I said before you got on board that I noticed today is that Andy Reid made a change in the wide receiver core. Yes, he did. Uh, guys that weren't catching the ball didn't even get on the field besides MVS. Mm-hmm. You know, so he put Hardeman out there, and I'm sure there'll be a discussion with him. But it was Rice. Kadarius Tony was inactive. And I don't even know if Sky Moore even on the damn team. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't see I didn't see a peep of Sky Moore. I would I would think they'd run some type of special form or something, but I saw nothing from Sky Moore. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's crazy. And and Rasheed Rice is coming coming of age in this game. This show this proved a lot. You know him making those plays in clutch moments in this cold weather, and they were talking about him snap, snatching the ball with his hands. And I was I was proud of the way he played today. Those those guys stepped up pretty big time, and they controlled the game. It wasn't one of those we're gonna air it out type games. It was just like, we're going to control yep. the tempo of this game. Defense yep. make the stops. Offense, stay on the field. Drive the ball. Uh, Clyde uh, Edwards Hillel had a great game. Rushing the ball. He had a couple runs that was uh, Pacheco-esque. So he was, they, they really they really stepped up today and proved that they got some, some toughness to them. So we can see what they can do next week, but yeah, they say uh, Scott Moore, uh, BL says Scott Moore is on the injury reserve. So that's probably the best thing that could have happened. Somebody probably hurt him on purpose. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I do agree, man. I it was it was a it was a playoff game. It was a it was a game that offensively and defensively, I felt like they they leaned on their experience. Running the ball, we're gonna take the points here. Our defense is playing well. You know, we're gonna get our shots, we're just gonna take points, we're gonna put more pressure on the dolphins. To execute, you know, and we know that they're in weather they're not used to. So the longer they stay out here, the worse it's gonna get for them. Yeah, you know, especially when they went in at halftime. You get you go in at halftime, you get warm, bro. Yeah, yeah. You want to step back out there? <laughs> it's hard to get back out there and hit again and that after, and like I say, after you sat down for a second and and everything changed for the Dolphins in the second half. I don't think. Tyreek Hill had, I know he had one catch, and that was for negative. Well, he had two catches in the second half that I can re- recall, and one was for negative yardage. So you took Tyreek Hill out of the game, which was really all you had going. And they didn't try to – I'm surprised they didn't try to figure out a way to get him back going. And they just never did. Um, 
A-Chain couldn't get going. Uh, Moster couldn't get going. So you you had nothing going. Nothing was cooking for this team. It was it was nothing that was going to work. And Tua doesn't have the, you know, fastball anyway. So those ducks wasn't flying in this weather. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, man, the, the best, not best game, but the game I enjoyed the most in terms of the results was uh, Stroud. Mm-hmm. With the Texans, man, putting a hurting on Flacco. Long time dead in sports watchers know I don't mess with Flacco like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like he went on a hot white man love playoff run. He played, you know, he got it, he won the title. Congrats to that man. But they tried to make him into something he wasn't. And um, and man, I, I was really impressed with Stroud, but yes. um I it, I was more impressed with the defense by the Texans because mm-hmm. when I watched them play, they, they didn't look that good. But Flacco was a turnover machine anyway. Yeah. So it was just a matter of time before, you know, he started turning the ball over and and it happened. And then they just they just ran away with it. So I was I was I was really impressed with Stroud. And I said in the in the, in the chat that CJ Stroud is probably the guy that we all thought, including myself, thought that Trevor Lawrence was going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And he proved a lot sooner than most people thought. So it was it was something that, you know, watching watching him today, I was I was really, really happy for him. I made it short about it, but I was really, really happy for him and what what him and D'Amico Ryan. Shout out to D'Amico Ryan's too. Mm-hmm. what they was able to do, you know, in both their rookie seasons, which is. They they hung in there, and in the beginning of this game, you thought it was going to be a shootout mm-hmm. because you know both teams moved the ball right down the field, and I was like, oh, you know, this might be tough because that I, I would trust Cleveland defense before I trusted Houston's, but that was not the case. Those guys stepped up, and they played ball on both sides of the ball. Those young people stepped up on for for Houston on on the offensive side, and it was it was downhill from there. Singletary has come in and snatched that starting running back job because we talked about Pierce last year. I mean, Pierce was a rookie that was balling uh, the, uh, the running back for Houston, but he don't even get to touch the field now. So it, it's it's just a solid all around effort for that Houston team, man. And they look great. They look great. All they they look like some world beaters today. Yeah, I'm I'm 100 with you on uh, Demarco Demarco. D'Amico. D'Amico. Yeah. The thing that I I like that they didn't play scared. That was one of the things that I wrote down. Um, And the play calling I thought were were excellent. But, you know, they played loose. And, you know, they they, they, CJ took his shots down the field. Mm -hmm. And and they played like it was just a regular game. And you look at – the game they had just to get here, you know, that was their playoff game. You know, people say right. that's the same, but that was a high pressure situation they were in. So they were already in that, in that mindset. And um, I mean, that screen they called to Brevin Jordan. Imagine getting cooked by a tight end, bro. Imagine <laughs> being able to catch a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo. And, and the, and the screen to Nico, Nico Collins, I think. Collins, yeah. Yeah, man, they they play really, really well. I was really impressed, and CJ did not look like a rookie. And nope. one, and one of the reasons, one of the things I wanted to see that I felt really confident about with this team was was him under center, 
from this standpoint, this man has been playing in big games in college football. Mm-hmm. You know, he had Georgia on the ropes. Everybody say that, you know, when if Marvin J. Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't get hurt, you know, they go on to win that game. So he's used to high pressurized situations. Mm-hmm. So um, so it didn't surprise me that he looked comfortable, but you never know until they step on the field. Right. That man, look, he, look, he's been playing in the NFL, damn, for two or three years now. Forever, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he looked apart. And the good thing for Houston, and I, I said this in the short as well, these guys are on their rookie deals. Your wide receiver one is Nico Collins. Nico's amazing. And mm-hmm. they got all these stars on rookie deals. So they can bring in a couple players. They they got a couple years to make a run. And this team is going to be back. And, and who wouldn't want to play with them? Who would not want to play with these guys right now? You know what I'm saying? So yep. look, look out for them to sign some major free agents over the summer and get stronger. You, you know, in, in these guys, they look like some shrewd businessmen in Houston because, you know, the, the Deshaun thing, I thought that would linger over their head for a few years. I thought that Deshaun Watson stuff wasn't going away anytime soon. That was completely – I completely forgot about Deshaun until I saw him come out on the field and congratulate some of those guys. I was like, damn, I forgot he was there. Mm-hmm. So but that that's that's crazy, and, and that's good for Houston that they could move on so quickly. And like like you said, that poise that that CJ plays with, and and um, I was I tried to tell Manny, I was like, man, there's something about this kid that, that that's nice. And and even I couldn't have predicted this. There's no there's no prediction, and there's, there's no way you could think that. There's no way. No. So, yeah. No, I think it it really took uh, almost damn near perfect synergy. You had to get the right coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to get I mean it's a bunch of young guys so I think he can relate to them so there's a connection there to these young receivers Will Anderson young mm-hmm. you know he had a hell of a defensive play where on a on a stretch play a little like where he he um he set the edge and then he just made a stop it was like third and one or something like that yeah they didn't get it so um and then D'Amico I mean he he's young yeah, he's, yeah, young, ish, <laughs> young enough. He was playing not long ago himself. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, we we're looking at Belichick leaving, Carroll being outed, and some of these other guys. Um, at least a lot, a lot of the older guys, you know, they they don't connect. Oh, Saban. So yeah. these guys, I think, don't have a connection with some of these younger guys. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, and and I think D'Amico is able to do that. So hopefully it's not lightning in a bottle. Hopefully this is sustainable. Right. We'll see. But I think they're going to be a dangerous out, whoever they match up with in the next round. Yeah. They're playing I, loose. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no way I want to see them. And they've, they've taken on the personality of their coach. And you can tell D'Amico Ryan's is on. He on one, man. Because, look, he, San Francisco was where he came from. And you saw a, a lot of that there. So it looks it looks a little similar to me as far as, you know, just taking on his personality, and that's that's mm-hmm. the type of coach you want. You know, I hope Gerard Mayo has that same impact in New England because it's the same type of situation where you had a player that everybody respected step into a coaching role, and everybody does goes as he goes. It's the same type of situation. So we'll see if that happens. But I'm proud of these Texans. Like you said, I wouldn't want to see them. There's no way I, w- I would want to see that team with as hot as they were. And, then, and like I said – the way they made that Cleveland defense look was incredible to me. They had they had a game plan that was perfect, and they kept chipping uh, Garrett so he couldn't get off. 
and they just made plays when they needed to make the plays, and and they they racked up the points. Yeah, last last thing I'll say because I I thought this was a crazy ass stat. I didn't know this was um, the defense on the road. Like defense supposed to travel, and for them to give up damn the thirty points on the road mm-hmm. is kind of wild. I don't know how that happens. Right. Um, so because. You know, everybody's been talking about the defense. The stats are there. You saw – I mean, I saw it. I think they put it up. It was like 159 or some uh, yards a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, when they were – when when the Houston Texans were getting damn near anything they wanted, I was like, where is this Vaughn defense? And then I was like, oh, it's early. It's early. As soon as everybody settled down, it's going to turn into a real playoff football game. And Cleveland with those veterans and those guys are going to – you know, buckle down and, and mm-hmm. overwhelm the young guys, and it never happened. And, nope. it all, and it all happened because of Flacco. You know, yep. Flacco threw that prey over interception. <laughs> then he came out through another one, and then after that, the game was basically over. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah. I, I was with you. I was with you. And that was one – a lot of you now, that was one where I wanted – I wanted Houston to pull it out, but I didn't think they could. I thought that defense – I thought that defense was going to be all over, over Stroud in this game. I really did think that, that – Nerves would get the best of this team, not necessarily to the point where they would get beat down or nothing like that. But I still thought that that Cleveland's defense would control this game. And it was evident from the beginning Houston wasn't having none of that. Nah. There was one throw, I, the adrenaline, I could, I could tell, got him in a little Nico, pressure. The, the overthrow? Yes. Yeah. Nico, as soon as he, he let it go, I was like, oh, I think he overshot it. He, had, you could tell he, he saw him. He was like, "Oh, I got it!" And he just let it go, and it was just like it fell right in front of him. Mm-hmm. But, I saw it. that throw hurt me. I was like, "Man, he missed too." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, he was open!" <laughs> oh man, so, yeah. But the, I, the the bootleg to the right or roll out to the right and throw back to the left to Schultz though. Mm-hmm. When, when when I saw that one, I was like, and I saw him set his feet. I was like, "Oh, yeah. he got." I was like, yeah, that's that's a touchdown right there, and it was mm-hmm. it was it was in the bread. It was like dropping bread in the bread basket. So yeah, um, I was like, oh yeah, he he in the zone, he in the zone. And last thing, I thought it was smart by uh, Ryan's to get him out to yes. sit him with Davis Mills out. It's like you yeah. rarely see that. You always see the the starters stay in the game for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like nah, come on, sit over here, buddy. Your job is done. Yep, yeah. So that was dope. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, good start to the week though. Good start yes. to the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, um, tomorrow, everybody, there's the uh, Cowboys, Packers. Yep, man, that's that's ooh, that might that 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 might be one. And that's uh, good. <laughs> I, both of these have some really great stories. Yeah, and Rams, uh, Lions. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, those should be interesting. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna jump on tomorrow. Um, you know, as well to kind of give a reactions. Uh, you know, I wanted to do this last year, never got around to it. So I feel I hey, no time like the present. So appreciate you jumping on here, Shelton. Uh, glad you were free. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys liked this. I saw a few comments about you guys liking this, though. So, um, but yeah, man, we're gonna get out of here. We'll catch you guys later. We out. Peace. Peace.